0: everybody, and welcome to another episode of Another Film Podcast. My name is Tierney.
1: My name is Colin.
0: My name is Matt. Oh. What?
1: <laughs> that was a little rough. <laughs>
2: I just went really all, all out there.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I don't.
2: I don't think I
1: like that one. <laughs> should I, Should we ta- Should we edit that?
2: No. Uh, we're going to edit that. No, I'm going to do another
1: one. I mean, I'm going to do another one right now. You can do another one. I don't think we're going to edit any of this, though, so... <laughs> my
2: name is matt
0: i don't know which was worse
1: (laughs) god damn it well we're off we did it off to the races (laughs) off to the races Uh um well thank you all listener for joining us um as we
0: (laughs) five seconds of dead air
1: (laughs) this one's gonna be a good one today i can feel it in my bones um So today we're gonna continue our Oscars theme, um, and we're watching another movie that was that won Best Picture, Uh and this one is my choice, and I chose West Side Story. So uh, I have no actual connection to this movie. The first time I've ever seen it was literally last night, Um, but it had been on my list for a while, and primarily because I really wanted to see it at the music box. Cause they have a 70 millimeter print that they run out anytime they do one of their 70 millimeter film fests. And the, like, for whatever reason, I just, like, I just couldn't get it to work the last time I lived in Chicago and they had one of the festivals, they had a festival last February that I considered going out to, to Chicago for. I forgot for, about that. Yeah. I was like very seriously considering yeah, going out for are. a weekend and I was like texting Tierney about like making plans to go see him. Like I was literally going to fly to Chicago for the sole purpose of spending like a day and a half at the Music Box Theater. <laughs> insane um, Seeing
0: me of course well I mean, yeah i
1: mean like you were going to be there too but like
0: yeah I, like, like my bio <laughs> says on the website this city is a prison i can't escape from <laughs> exactly
1: um i'm then... always here <laughs> uh but yeah so then i i ended up not doing that which is honestly for the best because you know covid was already out in the world floating around in february <laughs> so i didn't need to like tempt yeah. fate so um but anyway so i i never seen it but uh i watched it last night and it's good it's, like, very... I mean, we'll obviously talk more about it, but it's very, like, classic Hollywood musical, um, which I think, like, if you're in the mood for, like, this is a very well-done version of that. Um, I kept giggling to myself for the entire first, like, dance sequence because uh-huh. they, like... They're supposed to be these, like, hard, like, street gangs, and they're doing, oh, yeah. like, ballet, or, ba- you know, like, balletic... Ballet. ballet. <laughs> I just... These kind of ballet dancers. I meant to say balletic, which I think is the right pronunciation ballet? of that they're word. Doing but some I just stop saying that word. And just I gotta drop my said daughter Said the off actual ballet. word incorrectly, but they're yeah, they're like basically like ballet dancers in the midst of being like street thugs. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Wasn't so- Billy
0: Elliot a ballet dancer too?
1: I believe so. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> just... It's actually the T and Elliot asylum. So it's ballot Elliot. dancer. Yeah. Elia Billy Elia.
0: Ballot dancer. <laughs> ballot dancer.
1: Oh goodness. Oh. But yeah, it was fun. Um but I, Matt, I know that you well, I guess we can start with Tierney, because Matt, I know you have more of a connection to this movie. So Tierney, <laughs> what's yeah. what's your connection to West Side story?
0: Um, I had not seen it. Um until 20... Like, I hadn't seen any variation of West Side Story until 2019. I went to go see it at the... I think it was the Lyric Opera in Chicago. Oh, nice. And <clears throat> it was my first time I've ever seen the the musical. Uh, found that I knew a number of the songs, mm-hmm. and yeah. I knew all of the music because... Actually, you can see I have a t-shirt here behind me that is WFMT. Shout out to WFMT, the Chicago (laughs) Classical Music Station. Uh, That was always playing in my house growing up. And so they play, um, we'll talk about it later, but Leonard Bernstein composed the music. And so they play the instrumental overtures and like parts from the musical without the words um, fairly regularly. So Hmm. that's. Most of my, I mean, I guess that's my entire, my entire. So
1: you'd never seen the movie until this week, but you'd seen no. the stage production.
0: But yeah. Um, so okay. I had like minimal West Side Story knowledge walking in. For sure. But I did know the story. I've also, uh-huh. uh, freshman year of high school, I read Romeo and Juliet. So <laughs> <laughs> just pretty well prepared. <laughs> yep
1: okay well i'm glad that you in as a freshman in high school you were finally aware of the story of romeo and juliet (laughs)
0: when did you guys know about it
1: i mean i didn't i probably didn't read romeo and juliet until i was in high school but i was at least like familiar with the story of romeo and juliet before then i mean the boz lerman movie came out when we were in like fourth grade
0: yeah but i would have been in second grade I'm
1: younger. (laughs) Only by one year. It's like you're not that much younger than we are. (laughs) And Leonardo DiCaprio was at his I know, um, that was like that was peak Leo. That was was that the year Uh, before or the year after Titanic? You have to understand
0: Titanic came out when I was in first grade. (laughs) I was still very much in love with Leo, but I was in first grade. I wasn't going to watch Romeo and Juliet the following year.
2: Is that right, 97? Yeah. You were in first grade? Hmm. I remember,
0: because I checked, uh, this is really cool, Tierney, I checked a (laughs) uh, book from the library about the production of um, the movie Titanic, because there were going to be behind-the-scenes pictures of Leonardo DiCaprio, and I remember being at recess looking at it and then they also had the picture of rose naked in it and so a lot of people were like oh my god let's see the naked person
1: Tierney's looking at porn
0: (laughs) (laughs) and i think i was in second grade then maybe because the book had come out i thought i was in first grade anyway
1: that's yeah i mean i just looked at so the romeo and juliet came out in 1996 so it was the year before titanic
0: yeah I was seven so
1: like yeah. <laughs> yeah, my mom my mom was Romeo <laughs> and Juliet so
2: we watched that at a young age
0: mm. i think yeah, i watched
2: as no, I, I,
1: I
0: definitely remember finding out in high school that they both died i did not know that i knew they were two people who were in love
1: wow, wow. But i didn't know that they both that's died. Yeah. fascinating to me <laughs> i mean not like in a bad way i just like i just I, so one of my complaints with quotes around this movie and I feel the same that way they about both don't die no 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 well I mean <laughs> we, <laughs> we can talk, we about, can talk that. about that later but no it's just like uh, there's some stories that are just like so ubiquitous that I feel like I it always takes me a little out of the movie when I see like an adaptation like for example like t- in my mind the story of Romeo and Juliet is so popular and so prominent that like people in this movie like in west side story should be aware of romeo and Juliet, right like that like that's just a thing and it's like a weird complaint that i have which is not a real complaint and is not really fair but it's the same thing i feel about with like zombie movies like i know matt you don't like zombie movies and we talked a little bit about this with anna and the apocalypse but like Mm
3: -hmm.
1: i every single zombie movie has like a 10 to 15 minute sequence where they're all like well, how do we kill it? It's like, well, no, you fucking know. Like, zombies are enough in the pop culture now that if you, like, you know what you're dealing with. So just, like, I mean, start stabbing some s- brains. <laughs> like, and then what if it
2: doesn't work? What if they stab the brain? They're like, actually, you know what? The story's lied. These are Well, that's fine. That's
1: ground. a different movie. That's not the movie that we get all the time whenever oh. zombie movies come out.
2: <laughs>
0: I would say that this one is different, though, than a regular Romeo and Juliet adaptation. Because, like, I mean... The concept of... I think the part of the reason that, like, Romeo and Juliet is so, like, pervasive is that it is a story that happens. Like, right. star-crossed lovers. I think <coughs> that if they had both done, like, let's, uh, fake our own deaths and then, like, they do in the play, then I'd be like, mm, okay, maybe not. Like, the way that this works out is, like, it's how that story would unfold. Right. As opposed to just, like, contrived within the adaptation.
1: I agree. For sure. And again, like my Colin my Drum. complaint was in air quotes. <laughs> and it was in like you guys, the, the listener can't see this, but you guys could see that I was doing quotes. I don't see I, anything.
2: Well, that's I don't on see you. Anything, Colin.
1: That's on you. Your videos off. God damn yeah, it. And you're
2: just giving the middle finger when it flashes back on.
1: <laughs> it's just like little like little snippets of me giving you guys the finger yeah. every like it's five just five like seconds subliminal or so. messages. <laughs> just a flash of a middle finger. <laughs>
0: Seems really hostile. So, po- pointed
1: yeah, pointed so at weird. you guys the correct way, though. Of course.
0: Yeah. Remember, this is the thing. It's a it's auditory medium. Um, gets that.
1: <laughs> the three of us get it, and I think honestly, Joel, if and when he listens to this episode, he'll get it. So, <laughs> you know, there we go. That's good enough, I think. Uh, Matt, we got derailed a little bit, but what's your what's oh, yeah, your story? What's your story with, or what's your connection to this movie?
2: Uh, I think I've always known about Romeo and Juliet since the day I was born. Um, <laughs> my mom my mom loved the Franco Zeffirelli Romeo and Juliet movie.
1: The, I was going to say, is that like the 60s? It's the better yeah. one. It is good. Yeah. And I think... You see Romeo's butt. So Matt always liked that one. <laughs> yeah, baby. I think I watched that one, now that I think about it. I did. I think I watched that version of Romeo and Juliet when I was in... I think we watched it in 7th grade langu- mm. language arts class, Maybe. Mm-hmm. But we didn't we didn't like actually read the play, but I think that, you know. anyway. Sorry, as you were. Yeah.
2: Um. But my mom also loves Natalie Wood, oh, and yeah, so she does. the idea of a star-crossed lovers Romeo and Juliet adaptation musical with ballet starring Natalie Wood about an immigrant girl falling in love with a Polish boy in the streets. Rang very true to my mom, <laughs> uh, and so she always loved this movie. Uh, and it was, like, always, like, talked about as the <clears throat> best musical. Um, and all the music I just have known forever. Uh, in the in the same way of, like, sometimes I forget that Cool is in this. And then that, like, Cool, oh, yeah. the song, was used in, like, Gap commercials. So it's just, like, this musical has been spread through so many different media. Uh, but, yeah, very familiar with West Side Story. I think I finally watched the movie probably in... Early College I want to say but I hadn't seen it before then I just like knew of it uh but hadn't sat down and watched it um and yeah it's it's excellent I think this is the gold standard of yep. musical movies uh in that like <clears throat> visually what you're looking at looks as good as something that you'd want to see on stage uh I'd say it and, looks like, better I think maybe it looks better you're really seeing like angles of bodies and like space and shadow and light Uh, there's like all these really great aspects to the movie that you know watching it now again I was like yeah man this really is the gold standard this is just like it's hard for other for me to look at other musicals and see as much working as I do when I watch West Side Story Um, yeah so yeah
0: I told my uh, one of my old roommates who loves West Side Story that I was watching this and I was like uh he said something that was like uh West Side he said controversial opinion but I think West Side story is the best musical film ever made and I said uh, 100% hands down. And this is coming from someone who doesn't watch a lot of musicals. So I'm going to like, uh, The Sound of Music, High School Musical. Like, <laughs> not a whole yeah. lot. But the I full think, spectrum. Yeah. But I think that this is, without a doubt, the best musical that's ever been made.
1: I think that's an interesting... And I think we can use that as a jumping off point. Because I... I think from a technical slash filmmaking aspect I would agree mm-hmm. with you I think that this is like
0: oh that's what I'm talking about
1: <laughs> right yeah yeah which I um I, I don't think I like this as much as some of those other ones and I think that's more just like a story slash music aspect mm-hmm. of it but if you're just if you're just talking about it which I mean we are in terms of Like the translation of a stage musical to a filmed musical, this is one of the best that I've ever seen. Um, Yeah, Mm -hmm. and I like I think that a lot of what I appreciated about this movie was that type of stuff. Um, Just because, like, it's a good story and the music is good, um, but I didn't like react to it in the same way that I did when like the first time I saw like Wizard of Oz, like another classic movie musical. musical. Um, or, like... (laughs) God. The
0: cinematography of this is incredible, I thought. Yeah. It's, like, Mm -hmm. better than a lot of movies.
1: (laughs) Yeah. But, yeah, I think it's interesting because so many movie adaptations of stage shows, and that's not just musicals, but, like, I think you run a similar situation when you um, try and do a movie version of a play, where it's just like mm-hmm. something doesn't quite feel right, um, and I think like Fences, which is like very well made, like is a, like Denzel Washington and Viola Davis are incredible. Like everything about that movie was well done, but it just it never really felt like a movie to me. Like it always just felt like a a stage show that they had just sort of filmed with higher production values. Whereas this actually feels like a movie musical and not some weird, like middle zone,
0: a real life movie picture.
1: (laughs) Yeah. It's also like the streets felt very real.
2: Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, So it didn't feel like a musical that was like on sets on like very specific sets. And even things like the dress shop seem very compact and very small in a way that isn't like i think a lot of those like 40s or 50s musicals where like it's a set Mm -hmm. and they're like dancing around and going upstairs and coming downstairs in this it felt like a lot of these places were real and like kind of cramped quarters and like narrow Mm -hmm. um so all of that felt like it was a movie that was having these places as locations rather than like you know, Sound of Music, which is very, like, open and, like, everything's big and has room to dance.
1: I mean, yeah, the, the Sound of Music literally opens with her on a mountaintop running around yeah. in, in grass. It's like, okay. <laughs> like, we're not getting that in the stage version of Sound of Music. <laughs> yeah. I guess, but even, like,
2: Munchkin Land in Wizard of Oz, where it's, like, you're really only seeing it from one angle, and then there's, like, and then you go that way, and they, like, go to another set. This felt, like, actually running around streets in new york even if they weren't it just felt that way yeah
0: yeah all the apartments also is probably like one of the last times a new york apartment was actually featured to scale (laughs) yeah (laughs) i was gonna say like
1: (laughs) 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 yeah like uh maria's apartment just like felt like yeah this seems like something that somebody would live in (laughs) which is like barely big enough for her to have a bed and like a dresser i was like that feels like new york
0: (laughs) i did have a thought in the opening shots where you have the aerial of new york where i was like oh i forgot what part of new york this movie takes place in and then i was like oh "Oh, it's it's the west side (laughs)
1: it's the west side yeah (laughs) yeah which is, like, the lower west side? I was going to say, west I, side? I do think that there is some, like, because, like, you know, it, I'm not super familiar with uh, New York geography or New York City geography, but, like, the west side of New York, isn't that just New Jersey? <laughs> like, isn't mm-hmm. like, like, isn't Manhattan the farthest west that the city goes?
0: <laughs> like, west, west of the park.
1: Yeah, usually. yeah, yeah. Oh.
0: I thought
1: you were... No, no, I I, I was... <laughs> <laughs> so is that, like...
2: It's, like, near Juilliard. And so all these street thugs are Juilliard enrollees. Yeah, exactly.
3: Just all
1: the Juilliard kids on break. <laughs> this is what happens. I was gonna say, like, it's... Uh, another thing I really liked about it is just, like, how... Kind of to your point, Matt, how, like, real everything felt. Like, it... Mm-hmm. Like, watching the movie and just, like, watching them dance around in, like, the heat. It just, like... it felt like i was watching it in my sister's basement and it was pretty cold down here but i like felt warm you know like i like Mm -hmm. it, it i feel like it really translated that like this is a hot summer in new york and people are just like dancing around and like air conditioning isn't really a thing and i like it just i felt like that came through this like this movie so well um and then I also was just like, I kinda wanna go take a shower. Like I feel like kinda gross and sweaty. <laughs> like I haven't been singing and dancing, but I, they have, and and now I kind of feel dirty. So <laughs> yeah, I really like um, the
0: style too that the uh, like the characters, like they're I don't know. I like like the cut of their pants. <laughs> oh
2: yeah. <laughs> it's and a it, really was, weird it was it was very specific well, costume.
0: But it's like a specific style that is like Like, it's not a skinny jean, but it's not, like, a loose jean. It's, like, a fitted jean, and they just look really good.
1: (laughs) Yeah. The the 50s aesthetic was really working for me. (laughs) It was like, this is dope. (laughs) And it was very specific
2: to, like, the different groups, too. That, Mm -hmm. like, I noticed this especially at the dance of that all the uh, sharks are in purple or red. Mm -hmm. And all the jets are in gold or blue. And like that's their color palette, and they really don't crisscross with that so that <laughs> visually there's a lot of like black jackets or like blue jeans and stuff like that so it doesn't look immediately like that's what's happening. Mm-hmm. But the division is so clear and it really shows in like the flare of their of their like legs of like, yeah, is there are these like looser, more like ballroom pants or are these tight fitted uh, like American cut uh, suit pants? It's just really cool the little details about the costuming that really do add a lot to, like, the characters. Or the way that Maria has just a stripe of red, and Tony is wearing a gold jacket, but is also, like, not, he doesn't look like the other boys.
0: He's, like, a foot and a half taller than the other boys. Yeah, (laughs) he also looks like he's 30. (coughs) Yeah, he does. Uh,
1: But that's how everyone looked back then.
0: Or he's actually just 30. I was going to yeah, say, I
1: mean, but he also, like, was, like, his character is older than the other ones, right? Like, I think not, he's like, just significantly like put older. Put his life together. Yeah, I guess she I took makes- it as him, like, being, like, a year or two older than them and had, like, gotten to a point where he was, like, mm-hmm. yeah, I can't just, like, be a Jet. Like, like I have to yeah. do more than that. <laughs> if that means that I'm stocking." soda at the candy store that that's what that means, but like I can't just like being a jet is not a viable like life plan. (laughs) When you're a jet you
2: don't get a check. We don't pay at all. This is not a job. (laughs) Uh,
0: I also uh Amber Tamblin's dad is Mm -hmm. lead guy.
1: So that was one thing I wanted to talk a little bit about. It's really fascinating so, you know, I didn't, I had never watched this movie, but a lot of this movie had kind of just like permeated pop culture. And so, like, I was, mm-hmm. as I was watching it, I was like, oh, that's where this is from. Or, oh, that's this, like, I've seen this before. I didn't realize it was this movie or, you know, this, that, or the other. And one of the things that, like, I just knew about this movie was Rita Moreno and Natalie Wood. And, like, you just, like, those two women are, like, connected to this movie for life. And they're both great. Yeah. Um, but I thought it was interesting that, like, I had no idea who the male leads of this movie were. <laughs> like and, like, mm-hmm. even after watching the movie, I was like, yeah, I don't really recognize any of them. And the only reason I knew it was Amber Tamblyn's dad was because of that last name. I was like, that's a pretty obscure last name. I can't believe yeah. that that's somebody else. They also like,
0: look alike.
1: They yeah, d- they really do. They do look alike, but I wouldn't have made the connection on looks, like, alone. Mm. Um but once I saw the last name, I was like, "Oh, okay, yep, there it is." <laughs> like that's, but I, yeah, I just thought it was interesting that like those two women have been forever linked to this movie, but like basically none of the men have, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. It was just yeah. like I I found that to be an interesting note because I thought like the guy who played Tony was good. I thought the guy who played um, Bernardo was good. Like they were all like everybody was good. It just was interesting that I was like, "Oh, here's some people that." Theoretically, I would have at least heard of at some point and just haven't. <laughs> yeah.
2: I re- I recognize the name George Ch- uh, Shakeris, but I don't recognize any of the other movies he's been in. Yeah. So, But he played Bernardo. Bernardo.
1: Bernardo.
0: I feel like I recognize Doc from something, but I don't know what.
1: Oh, maybe. Yeah. Maybe did... that
2: Pixar short where he plays chess with himself.
0: <laughs> uh, I did... Um, realized towards the end of the movie that doc is the friar
2: yeah yeah
0: yeah didn't realize that until the end nice
2: mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> but a lot of the roles are loose glad like, you got there <laughs> yeah it's it's funny that uh the role that uh anita plays is both nurse and like kind of a new role where she's like uh uh Oh, who, who's uh, Juliet's cousin? Oh my god! But... I
0: just am getting uh, sorry. I like didn't think of it all as a literal translation, and so I'm just thinking the balcony scene is them on the fire escape. Yes. yes. Oh yeah, my okay. god! <laughs> You're exactly. talking about the, Romeo and Juliet Rumble... being so ubiquitous, and I just watched that whole movie and just erased all Romeo and Juliet <laughs> yeah. out of my mind because I was yeah, like, no. "Oh, this is just a new story." Which is interesting but yeah, because M- Mercutio.
1: Exactly, yeah. that's the Rumble. I was going to say, it's interesting that you mention that because my thought as I was watching this movie was like, oh, these are a lot of really fun ways that they're doing Romeo yeah. and Juliet without doing Romeo and Juliet. Which we can talk a little bit more about later because, Matt, you've been trying to say something for a while. but <laughs>
2: so A boy sorry, like that would kill your brother. Um, <laughs> no, I think just that, that Anita plays the nurse role but is also the girlfriend of the um, Tybalt character. Mm-hmm. Or is it Tybalt or Mercutio? Who's Romeo's friend? Mercutio? Mercutio. I Mercutio. think. So, like, that she's related to uh, the Juliet character in that way. And so that makes the that, like, the struggle, or, like, that song of a boy like that, he kill your brother. Like, that's not the nurse, necessarily, in Romeo and Juliet. Uh, but this new relationship really gives that a different thing of, like, that was my boyfriend, and that was your brother. And can you really go through with trusting this guy who killed him?
0: Yeah, that part is kind of a bit wild. I always kind of lose me a little bit at that point.
2: Because
0: <laughs> I'm like, uh, if someone killed my brother, don't think I'd be looking to marry them. <laughs> like run literally away
1: run them. away with them <laughs> and spend yeah. the rest of my life with them?
2: I, As they say, but your love is your love.
0: And murder is murder. Yes.
2: (laughs) Yeah, well, I do, you know. But that's where
0: Romeo and Juliet comes in because they're, in the play, they're just dumb 13-year-olds. Yeah. And so it's like, yeah, it doesn't make sense because they're dumb 13-year-olds.
2: But also, these are kids who have to fight on the streets and get what's theirs.
0: I mean, they're probably, like, I would say Maria's probably, like, 16. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know.
2: But back then, when you're the thirteen-year-olds, but the thirteen-year-olds in Elizabethan England were thirty-six years. I was gonna say, yeah, who <laughs> were like, we're gonna be dead in ten years.
1: Yeah. <laughs> they were approaching midlife.
2: <laughs> yeah, they're like, I gotta find a partner, or I'll never have kids. Um,
1: but it's true; they are dumb kids. Well, when but I think these are dumb kids. Part of it too is like. The timeline for west side story as opposed to because like romeo and juliet is not like an extended timeline by any means but like west side story takes place over the course of like a day and a half so Mm -hmm. like they meet each other at a dance like so like the story opens up and then there's a dance like that night and they like tony and maria meet each other and then like the next day they're like arranging a rumble and then the rumble happens and then he He dies (laughs) just like holy shit like it's it's so quick um
0: yeah that's i mean musicals you get away with heightened emotion so yeah
1: Uh yeah and I, i think like a lot of that stuff wouldn't work for me in any, basically any other scenario, but like the fact that this is a musical and all of the stuff is over the top anyway. And like, by, like by nature, it's, it's meant to be over the top. I was like, okay, yeah, that's fine. But like, if you take a step,
0: this won't work for you in real life.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no, I don't think I could, I I could track this IRL. (laughs) I think I would have some problems.
2: (laughs) Um, Um, The aerial shots that opened the movie, which Tierney mentioned, I thought were a really cool, unique,
3: mm-hmm.
2: bold way would to a hmm. Hmm. <laughs> would, would you say that they were
1: unique New York? I would say that they are red leather, yellow leather. Best. Red leather, yellow leather. <laughs> red leather, yellow leather.
2: <laughs> <laughs> unique New York. Unique New York. Unique New York. Unique New York. That was only five. Yeah. Well, I, I, we don't have time. Anyway, um... <laughs> But right away we get the we get some great choreography just like right off the bat uh, and the dance fighting when like the two gangs are kind of like swooping in on each other better than Tenet like, I was going to actually... say it made
0: me think of your comment <laughs> on Tenet
2: truly <laughs> you beat though me like to it. where they're just like softly like laying on the other person and then like rolling off where like you know they're not fighting but it, like feels Looks more funny. satisfying than Tenet, which is just like, what's happening? Are they punching each other? What's happening here? Um, But I thought it was better than fighting in that movie. I don't know
1: what I've done to deserve this.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's what Christopher Nolan has done, by being like, I think this effect is really cool, and everyone around it being like, uh, sure. (laughs) I I guess guess. if you say so. (laughs) Yeah. Um... Also, I I had a note on the character of anybody's. Are you did you catch who this character was?
1: Yeah. Yeah, was it like the the girl who wanted to be a jet, but then they kept telling her no? Yeah, I thought that character
2: and the lines and like performance were very funny and like "Ah, come on, guys, I'm a tough guy and like get out of here, anybody's and she's like, Ah and like spits at them and like it was just like I I feel like that character has been animated of like no come on let me come along and we'll be like beat it squid and they're like ah come on this is no fun and I it was so funny to see that as a person in real life like <laughs> that exaggerated <laughs> uh, and I just thought that intro was very funny and I giggled and I looked at like what is that character's
1: name. <laughs> um. um. Yeah.
0: One thing I like in terms, okay, so I have only seen the musical one time, and then watching this, there were obviously some differences. Um, m- like, the main one that I noticed, it just in terms of like the actual song and like setup to the song, is the song America.
1: Oh, um, is it different in the musical? Which,
0: <clears throat> yeah, which fucking is just
1: banger. That song rules yeah. so hard. <laughs>
0: Oh, it's such a great, like, oh, just, I could listen to the, like, even just the instrumental of that song yeah. all day. Um, maybe not all day. I think that might be too much, but <laughs> but the uh, it's different in the movie than it is in the play, and I think oh, it works a lot better this way, um, where it's like, I don't know. I feel like the way it is in the movie, they're painting... Like it paints a picture of different, um, like immigrant experiences, uh, as opposed to just like what's kind of like a fight in the play. Um, Interesting. What is, and
2: what is it like in the in the play?
0: It's uh, Anita talking with the other girls, who and the other girls are wanting to go back to or talking about. I think they oh. are talking about wanting to go back to Puerto Rico, and she's like, "Why <laughs> you live in America?" And so, it's. Or maybe it's just the way that this production did it?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. I I don't know. I've I've never seen a stage production, so I don't know.
0: Um, But I like the movie version way better. It just has a lot more depth to it. And, like, having it be between her and Bernardo as well um, makes it a lot more interesting.
2: Mm -hmm, For sure. And the visually seeing them like move in on the dance Mm -hmm. area and like shuffle the other one off and like have their own dance moves
3: and the the angles
2: are so great
0: the way they even just the choreography of that uh of that one was really fun just the way the boys would like um like they were pretty silly with their choreography I felt like and I I did like a little
2: like like a little mandolin strumming yeah like
0: or the ones like, where oh, all of them you broke are, my heart. are holding each other.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where they like jump into <clears throat> each other's arms. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of really fun, like full person, little like dance moves. Mm-hmm. Um, or when the when the women are like,
3: I, 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 Like, yeah.
2: very flirty and like, yeah, uh, I love America. That whole
1: sequence and like that was. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Sorry, I know. I, love I know the United the context, States of America. I don't think I've ever heard you say that sentence before in my life.
2: And of course, it's in reference
1: to West Side Story, was, yeah,
0: not like, the actual country. Because, like, I,
1: I'd say all three of us are pretty like borderline on America these days, like at best. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> but no, like that was one song like that I definitely knew was in this movie, and I'd heard a couple times. Um, But I was, like, totally blown away by actually seeing it. Like, I think it's, in my opinion, it was, like, the highlight, the musical highlight of the movie. Just because, like, it's definitely my favorite song from the whole show. And, like, all of the choreography is so fun. Just, like, what it's saying is really interesting, too. And I think, like, yeah, this movie, you know, the musical was in the 50s. The movie came out in 1961. But, like... That idea of like different Americas for different people is still extremely relevant today. Yeah. Um, yeah. So just like I think this is like the high point of the movie, which is not to say that anything else like it does. You know, it's not bad, but I think I was just like fully blown away by this one thing. Even though this was probably arguably the most familiar with the story, I I was. Um, I think it's probably
0: the best song in the musical.
1: It's such a banger. I like. It's a huge. Number, yeah. yeah, and I almost like rewound it just to rewatch it. Like, <laughs> I guess I, it, as soon as it ended, I was like, I want to, yeah, I just want to do that again. I didn't because it was like 10 o'clock at night and I still had an hour and a half of the movie, but I wanted to.
0: <laughs> but do you love America?
1: <laughs> I love the song America from I'm the musical, <laughs> I also love the band America.
2: <laughs>
0: I love the um, map maker. <laughs> the speech, what's his name? Espigio Amerigo?
1: Yeah. Amerigo Vespucci. We can the cut joke.
0: I don't know anything about that man. Other than I saw the... his grave. Oh, you did? Is he it's in a, it?
2: It's in a church in Florence. Yeah, he comes out and says hi at the uh, half hour. Every <laughs> hey, everybody. It's, uh, people Amerigo just start crowding around. You.
1: It's like, oh, he's, it's almost time. It's almost time. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I get a good spot when he resurrects from the grave.
0: It's like uh, Old Faithful Geyser.
2: Yeah. (laughs) It's just one bone man.
0: He comes every, like, 47 minutes, so you have to, like, keep track of him. Yeah. Shoots up from the grave.
2: Oh, God. That would be a cool tourist attraction. Um, (laughs) I'd check that out for sure. Wait, where
0: is he actually buried in Florence?
2: Um... Not far from that, like bridge with all the markets. Oh, okay. On it, the. Ooh, I, I know what remember. you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, also, uh, when we were talking about the street toughs and how they are dancing, <laughs> the most egregious example of it is when Riff is like, "Jet's gonna be the number one," to sail and like, throws out an arm and like moves into the camera shot, but he just says to sail and like frolics yeah. away after being like we're gonna be the best in the streets these are our streets and then later somebody just does a ballet leap and goes the greatest and like <laughs> those moments made me laugh so much because they just seem like so out of place in these like tough guys talking about like we're gonna make this gang number one and they're like yes and then like spin around and do like uh, tippy toes but it's very cute and that's this is a quintessential musical.
0: When you watched the dance scene, I was also reminded of Brooklyn, the dance yeah. scenes.
1: Mm. Um, oh, same. And I'm yeah. glad you mentioned it, because I was going to bring it up if you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: got you. Um, but just, like, that was how you met people back then. And mm-hmm. there's times, like, when I watch these movies, I mean... There are times when I watch these movies where I'm like, oh, that would be a really fun way to meet someone that's not on a dating app. But at the same time, like, can you imagine the panic? Oh, God, no. <laughs> of being there? <laughs> oh, it'd be very stressful, but I don't know.
1: I don't no really world should consider doing
0: it for, like, a couple weeks and see if we like it again.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't think just I'm like, gonna
1: participate, but I support you in participating too. Do you think
0: that if, if there was a movement toward this sort of thing you wouldn't go?
1: I would go. I don't I know go. if I would. <laughs> what?
2: I would go to a dance where it was like dress your finest and come with your friends and it's everyone's
0: basically dance. just a wedding. I, I love seventh wedding. eighth
1: grade dances. Here's Wait the thing. Minute. Here's the thing. You we all know how much I love dancing when i am very drunk and i'm either at a wedding or at holiday club like those are like my those are like the things that i need to happen and if it's like if i'm at holiday club i don't really care because it's like a dingy club and who gives a shit and if i'm at a wedding it's with people i already know for the most part so like i don't really care like i'm not trying to like impress anybody in either of those situations So, like, I can be wasted and just do whatever the fuck I want to do. Whereas, like, Um, in the scenario that you guys are presenting, I probably shouldn't be wasted. And also, like, have to at least, like, kind of attempt to not look like a total moron. Which is not really what I'm trying to do when I go dancing, so...
0: At my brother's wedding, I was completely sober and tore up that dance floor like no one else. Hell yeah. Well, yeah,
1: I mean, when I was at my sister's wedding, I... (laughs) <laughs> I think that uh, was probably I,
0: pretty annoying.
1: Well, I so I brought a, a friend of mine as my date, and she's just like a good friend of mine from high school. We went to college together, and like we had just like gone to so many dances together, like throughout our like years of knowing mm-hmm. each other. And we just were such good friends that like we were on the dance floor, like basically the entire time, and just like mostly dancing well, but also mostly just like making fools of ourselves and just having a good time, but apparently at one point, like, my cousin went up to either my parents or my sister and was like, how long has Colin been dating that girl? And they're like, literally never. They're just good friends, (laughs) and they just, like, really are having a a good time on that dance floor. Oh, that's fun. But again, it was, like, a person that I knew already, and I wasn't trying to impress anyone else, so I was just like...
0: What if you, in this hypothetical, hypothetical situation, she invited you to one of her neighborhood's dances, and uh, someone there was like, damn, that guy's got moves.
2: Yeah, you're and right. What like, if? Am I in love with you?
0: Yeah.
3: And yeah then somebody you- at
2: one of these dances was just like, I think I've been expecting you. Yeah. Have we never met before? And, and then- you're like, I need more
1: drinks uh, I, I need several more drinks before I can continue this conversation. <laughs> yeah. Although like maybe um, the way that this that's like their introduction was shot, like maybe at least one of them was under the influence of something. <laughs> like yeah. when they see it's each it's other like from hazy. across the dance floor and it just immediately becomes hazy for everyone except for the two of them. I was like, "Oh, okay. <laughs> I see what you mean." Vision, here. you
0: know?
2: <laughs> no, yeah. I get it. My friend my friend Annie said that <clears throat> until she was like Older, like, in high school, maybe, she thought that that's what love felt like oh and, boy. like, looked like. Was, like, you, like, lock eyes with somebody and, like, the world goes dark and there's just stars all around and you're just like, uh.
0: <laughs> Aww, that's actually very sweet. That is sweet. And then
2: she's like, and then I grew up and I was like, okay, love is not that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, like, wouldn't it be cool? Like, it, this does do a good job of making you be like, oh, man. Wouldn't that be, like, lovely to, like, see someone from across the way and be like, have I always known you? And be like, are we going to get married tomorrow night?
0: (laughs) Am I going to die in two
2: nights? (laughs) I've been expecting something really good and then, like, a little bit something very bad, but mostly something very good. And you're the good one.
0: We'll just ignore the bad part for now. (laughs) 24 hours later.
1: Um... I also... Oh, you go. Well, I just... I, That seemed like a good... As good a moment as any to talk about what I mentioned earlier. Like, the the things that I noticed were, like, the ways that they did Romeo and Juliet without actually doing Romeo and Juliet. And I thought that was one of them that I thought was really cool. Like, the way that they... Like, when they first see each other, and then everything other than the two of them goes out of focus, and then it goes to black, and then you just see, like, the lights... And, like, yes, they're different colors, but I was, like, oh, that's fun. Like, like they're literally star-crossed lovers right now. (laughs) Mm. Like, like very literally star-crossed lovers. Which I thought was, like, a really, really cool way of, like, showing that, like, visually. Because, like, you know, there's no way to to say that with, like, you know, when you're reading Romeo and Juliet, you can have, like, the stage directions and stuff. But, like, I thought that was a really cool visual representation of what was going on. Um and then we we talked a little bit about like the fire escape sequence, which is like the balcony sequence. Um but then the other thing that you we've mentioned a couple times, not like directly in relation to this, but like the the wedding. Um Mm -hmm. I thought was like a really cool like where they were just like here's how our hypothetical wedding would play out with mannequins who just happen to be wearing things, and then they just like play out like the scenario of getting married without actually getting married. Um, mm-hmm. But I, again, I thought it was like a very cool nod to like the, the story that they were adapting. Um, yeah, yeah. So it was just like a lot of stuff like that where I was like, Oh, this is really clever. And again, I don't know how any of that is done in the stage production, but like in terms of this movie, I was very, very impressed by all of that stuff.
2: Yeah, and I think it's pretty close. But yeah. like that idea of like spiritually in their hearts, they get married, right? Um, they just don't need like the actual ceremony, like an actual Romeo and Juliet. But yeah, and the idea of them meeting at a party where both sides are there, um, and then being split up right away, and the stakes immediately being like you can't be together, this can't be. Uh, yeah, and yeah, the balcony scene was is them promising each other that like yeah, I I want to see you
1: again. Mm -hmm. It's so cute. Which also, like, is hilarious because the whole time she's like, you gotta be quiet, my dad will wake up. And then you can hear her dad, like, yelling at her, but neither of them is really, like, adjusting their volume at all. And also, like yo dad if you're really curious where your daughter is you'd probably pop your head out of that window <laughs> like it's like yeah. they're, they're up there and having a conversation not that quietly for so long <laughs> I was like okay they would definitely have got been caught by this point <laughs> yeah just like
2: through the window like tonight,
1: tonight <laughs> and he's like what
2: is that is that a how does she How does she listen to music in her room <laughs> tonight, yeah. Um, also, that song. I-, I love all the songs in this. I love Tonight. Uh, I love... Or Tonight.
1: Tonight. Uh, I love Maria. Tonight, tonight and the I- uh, Smashing Pumpkins song. Great song. Tonight,
0: tonight, Do you like the Santana tonight. song? Maria, Maria. This reminds me of a West Side Story.
2: Oh, yeah. Literally calls it out in the song.
0: <laughs> I actually knew uh, that song before I knew any West Side Story songs. <laughs>
1: Pro- I mean, bop. that's probably true for me, too, now that I think. Because, like, again, I was aware of America, but I, I probably heard that is song the first. Country? The country. I was aware of the country yeah. America before. Yeah. <laughs> I heard of it. Uh, um, well, um,
0: one of my friends, is, uh, her name is Maria, and she hates that song. That
2: checks <laughs> out. Because she's
0: like, everyone, when they meet you, they say, I just met a girl named Maria.
1: Ugh. <sighs> she's yep. like
0: it's funny the first time
1: yeah, i was yeah. gonna say the problem is everybody, everybody thinks that the, they're yeah. the first person to make that joke so like yeah. they think they're being very clever and they are absolutely not being clever
2: <laughs> <laughs> um i loved the green like window or like building that was behind tony at the end of maria there's just like he's in the streets and then at one point he it's just like a wall of green uh And then the last shot of Maria, when it's just, like, the beams of light and shadow, like, around him. There's just a lot of beautiful cinematography in this movie, like we've said before. Uh, But, like, in a musical number like that, even just, like, the world around it is so subtly uh, theatrical. Um, But, yeah, God, I love Maria, the song Maria. Um, I will say... I don't think I like most of the Jets songs. And yeah. I wish there were less Jet songs and more Shark songs. Correct. Because the Jet <laughs> songs annoy me.
0: I don't I, like the first one, if I'm honest. I'd be Well, let me rephrase that. I don't like the words to it. And I don't like the tune of the singing. It'd be much better as just an instrumental piece.
2: The when you're yeah. a Jet. yeah. When you're a Jet, you're a Jet. All the way from your first time yeah yeah it's just da that's way eh,
0: more interesting, eh,
1: eh, yeah yeah but I, it's like a cartoon, yeah, yeah I think I didn't love the music as much as I was- f- hoping to
0: the music or the words
1: mm, you going after sondheim- yeah, or you pro- yeah. Going after i think i am go- I think I am going after Sondheim more than damn. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, yeah. man. <laughs>
3: Brutal.
1: <laughs> K.O. Um, I mean, like, there are some that are good both like musically and lyrically, but I, I do think that like the music is a lot more fun and like some of the words are kinda dumb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that that's that's where I fall <laughs> on that debate. I, I and I Weird. do I do really appreciate Like, I I love that there's an overture. Oh, God, these dogs are about to be really annoying. I I apologize in advance. Um, I love that there was an overture. Like, that's just, like, such a fun, like, old-school Hollywood thing that, like... We don't need it in every single movie, but it is, like, a cool touch that I would not be opposed if it started to, like, make a comeback in a few epic movies, you know, every once in a while. I also, like... Yeah, dude, the tenant score is so fucking awesome that if I you wanted, to it. oh, it rips. And if you want to <laughs> give me a ten minute overture before that movie starts of just that dope ass music, sign me the fuck up. Do you remember? Same, just like give me an intermission, <laughs> give me more of that music. Like I ride, I will ride so fucking hard for that score.
0: <laughs> Do you remember uh, the age of? uh movie previews before uh i almost said interstellar inception came out where it wasn't just like wow <laughs> like,
1: yeah. yeah and
0: then ever since then every single action movie has it
1: yeah christopher nolan my yeah. guy <laughs> just ruining it for everyone Boring. <laughs>
0: <laughs> sorry i i interrupted you were talking One, one of you guys was talking about the music. Um, Back
2: to America, Uh, Rita fucking Moreno. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Rita Moreno. That's, I mean, that dance wins her the Oscar. Like,
0: did she win? Just yeah. Oh, good.
2: Yeah, I think she was the first uh, Hispanic woman to. Or Oh yeah, she's an egot. Yeah, I was gonna say we literally talked about this last week. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, baby. (laughs) But she's so good in America and the celebration that all of them do after the song is over is very earned. When I saw that, I was like, Yeah, of course you'd celebrate after doing that. Yeah. You'd all be like, Holy shit, what a great dance we just did and like incredible lyrics, everybody. Great job. Yeah.
0: I don't remember the celebration.
2: They like as soon as the song is over, they like run into each other's arms and like clap and cheer. Yeah. Because they, like, recognize how good they just fucking did. They just crushed that song. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> she, yeah, she's just, like, so cool in this movie. Yeah, Like, Anita yeah. is just, like, such a cool character. Um, it reminded me a lot of Rizzo in Grease. Which is this, like, cool woman character that just, like, is around and is dope. Um I mean, I've I think. Never seen Greece. West Side Story is better than Greece. I mean, I like Greece, but yeah, West Side Story is better than Greece. Bless.
0: <laughs> it was yeah. on at a sleepover one time, but I chose to abstain from watching, and I'm pretty sure I would like pulled some pranks instead.
1: Wow, that feels right. One hundred percent your style. Like, I definitely didn't know you at that age, but like that—that <laughs> uh, that is what I imagine you would have been doing at that age. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, <clears throat> Greece is fun. It has a couple of really good songs, but Grease has a lot of really shitty songs. Like, a lot of songs on Grease <laughs> suck. And I say that to people, and they're, like, offended. And I'm like, when was the last time you watched Grease? Because, like, some of these songs do not hold up. Like, they are just really boring, and, and I just can't get into them. But, like, Summer Nights, dope. One that I want, dope. I know the one yeah. that
0: I want and Grease Lightning.
1: Yeah, like really the Grease megamix that like I think was on a Jock Jams album at some point or another, like that's <laughs> all you really need from Greece. Like, I don't need like beauty school dropout pass. The uh hopelessly devoted to you just super pass. That song sucks <laughs> so bad. And it like really drags down like the movie. Like you're just like, all right, this is pretty fun, and then all of a sudden you just get this like ballad from Sandy and you're just like nah. <laughs> Like, I, I am so out on this. Anyway, all of that is to say, uh, Stocker Channing reminded me of Rita Moreno in this movie. Stocker Channing. It's the Greece. confidence. But yeah, and then, like, just so.
2: Yeah, bless Anita. So fucking cool. I, I also happens- forgot. Sorry, go ahead. No, you go, <laughs> Tierney.
0: I just was going to say, I want to know what happens to Anita after this. Because, yeah. I mean, her boyfriend was just, she, like, stabbed.
2: I guess her and,
1: uh, and Maria just, like, are sad together. Is this, like, a Thelma and Louise prequel? I've never yeah. seen Thelma and Louise, but all I, know, all I know about Thelma and Louise is just, like, two women who are just, like, fucking shut up. And it seems like something that Anita and Maria would do after everything that happens to them yeah. in this movie.
2: <laughs> Anita sounds like Trish from Barbara and Star to Mr. She really,
0: she really does.
2: Just <laughs> like, not gonna let anything get in her way. Just like very put together and good.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> what a
0: reference, Matt! Well done.
2: Thank you Holy so shit. much. <laughs> 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 Barbara, also, we'll get to this at the end since Tyranny and I watched this. this Star I'm, I'm gonna but be on commission Star... for
1: like ten minutes. <laughs>
2: just... Yeah, Barbra Star is a fucking bop, everybody.
0: Yeah, incredible if you want movie. A musical. Really yeah. uh, lived shit. up to expectations, and let me say they were pretty high for me.
2: <laughs> yeah. Me too. And it like is also kind of a musical. It's got some musical oh, yeah, numbers. It does. yeah, it oh. some ballet ballet leaps. Yeah. Um, oh my god. By Jamie
0: Dornan. Uh huh.
2: Oh. I think my also- favorite
0: line from that whole movie is <laughs> she's talking to Edgar. She's like, "Bart, you lied to Star. Edgar, you're nothing but a liar." <laughs> <laughs> I butchered the whole thing, but just I <coughs> fucking died.
1: Oh Christ. That Trish oh. bit killed oh, me. So good. Like it just fucking killed me. I like could not She's not gonna
2: let she's not gonna let the uh the brain cancer get her. So she jumps off a cliff. She's she's gonna take herself out.
3: <laughs> it. It's so stupid. <laughs> and like it goes on for so long. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>
2: i can't wait for that movie to be to be not 20 whenever. yeah yeah so it was worth it. it but it was also a one-time oh i owe Holy i owe you guys shit. money for that just me All we'll right. just split seas um um my god also i like that we got an intermission in this movie i mm. was like oh i will go get a snack and i did so Thank you, West Side Story, for this beautiful intermission.
1: That's what I'm saying. We got to bring back some of these like old Hollywood things, like yeah. And this movie is not that long, especially if you consider, like, if you ignore the overture at the beginning and if mm-hmm. you like skip through the intermission. Like, this movie's probably like just around two hours. Yeah, um, it moves, which like is great. I like. I don't have a problem with either of those things, but I know that there are some older movies that have been released recently that I I would have taken an overture and intermission with. But maybe like just what? Um, I mean, I don't really care about the music, but like either of the two final Avengers movies could have had some intermission action, I think. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, I saw both of them multiple times in the theaters and never like had a problem with how long they were. <laughs> But they could have had it. I had a problem.
0: I wet my pants. <laughs>
1: I saw them several times. I Man, peed myself all times. Every time I went to yeah. see those movies, Every I Every time myself. I went to the
0: bathroom before I went in, and I still peed myself.
1: I Avengers. do think, why do you do this to me? Uh, the, the Peter Jackson King Kong, I think, could have had... Peed myself. <laughs> yeah.
0: Irishman At the end, myself. during the credits,
1: I just went... Ugh. Yeah.
0: Oh, God. I tried so hard, and then it was just like, can't do it anymore. Like, I made it through most of Return of the King, but then they were sailing away on that water, and I was like, I can't do it. And then I just let loose and yeah, filled Gush the... City. Yeah, filled the movie theater with my urine.
2: Yeah. <laughs> they are like, clean up an aisle 14, because uh, movie theaters have aisles. Yeah. Good one. Anyway, um, <laughs> you get back from the intermission, you get I Feel Pretty, which is a fucking bop. Oh, yeah. So, so fun. Remember
1: last week when we... <laughs> we were like oh this like old timey piano music is this originally from the sting and we're like no this is not from the sting uh-huh. i had a similar thing are you, to you that referring song. to
0: scott joplin's entertainer it has you a know name. that i am <laughs> slash
1: the ice cream man song
2: no <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh i watched i was watching something either a movie or a tv show i can't remember but there was an ice cream truck mm? and it did not have that song <laughs> i'm gonna find proof I will be validated., but um, let's go on, but anyway, I feel pretty, obviously, I'd heard that song. I had no idea it was originally from this musical, so mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh cool, The thing that I thought happened last week that definitely didn't <laughs> happen last week did happen this week, so that's yeah. nice.
2: <laughs> Miss America can just resign. Da, 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 da. <coughs> Just a little performance for everyone. Thank you. We really appreciate that. They don't get to see
0: your shoulder shimmies, though.
2: I feel pretty. Oh, this feels like a good time to talk about Natalie Wood singing. Yeah. Are you aware of uh, the story
1: behind that? Uh, No. No. I wanted to talk about Natalie Wood anyway. It's not her voice. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me.
2: She was told only the high notes that she couldn't hit would be dubbed in post. (laughs) And then at the premiere... All of her vocals during the songs were dubbed by somebody else named Marlene Nixon or something like that. And she was so embarrassed and so sad because she hadn't been told before. And there's a YouTube video where you can hear her vocals. And she's not bad, but she's much more like open and and a little flat. She can't hit like the really high notes the same way. And it just sounds a little more like a operatic than soprano kind of like young girl uh, voice. But she's not bad. But it is sad that it's not her real voice. But listening to them back to back, I was like, okay, I do think the, the song, I, I think the voice that they chose is a little better. So <laughs> I think
1: we think we made the right choice.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, that's an interesting factoid from this movie is that it's not Natalie
1: Wood singing.
3: I did did want to talk
1: a little bit about Natalie Wood, though, because like she is good in this movie, but like she's, I she's like not like of Latin descent, (laughs) like Latin American descent, like like, at all. She's like I looked it up, and she yeah, she's literally born to Russian immigrants. (laughs) So I was like, "Eh, lots of not interesting people. Yeah, well, it's like I'm pretty sure you've got Rita Moreno. Yeah, Bernardo is Greek, but you've got Rito Moreno, like, okay, great, but then Natalie Wood is, like, the counterpart to that, I was like, okay, uh, could, have, could have been better, I guess, but yeah. it's also, Somebody, it was the 60s, and Hollywood's yeah. been bad for a long time, and definitely was bad in the 60s, so I guess, like, whatever, um, yeah. also, oh. at least Tierney's boy Spielberg is doing a better job of that in his version.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, he's doing oh. West Side Story.
1: Oh, yeah, it's he coming is. out later this year. Hmm. With Ansel Elgort. A- Ansel Elgort is playing Tony. Which, actually, I don't know. I have no idea. I have no, idea. I have I don't no idea what his...
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think he's, That's like, That's nice. Attractive. I was trying to, like, dance around it, but you just went for it, Matt, and I appreciate that about you. <laughs> I, think,
2: I think, like the Joseph Gordon-Levitt thing, but I think to a degree that Joseph Gordon-Levitt actually wasn't full of himself... I think Ansel Elgort is full of himself oh, and it's like not super fun to watch. Do you think like, that wow.
0: Tony's going to die at the end or nah?
2: No, I think this time he's going to be like, psych, I was wearing a bulletproof vest. Probably. And then they're going to go in a Cadillac playing Christopher Cross's Ride Like the Wind and then drive to the border of Mexico. Nice. That's, I read an early draft of the new uh, story, but uh, but no. I, that also reminds me of the West Side Story that was on Broadway a few years ago that had all of the shark songs translated to Spanish. Nice. And so it was a bilingual show. That's cool. That. Yeah. Uh, right now uh, you can't you can't see this on the podcast, but I'm wearing my Hamilton Chicago T-shirt. Lin Manuel Miranda helped with the translations for the West Side Story that was on Broadway. That was Spanish. Cool. Language. So that just reminded me of that too. And I, it would be cool if they did that for the West Side Story movie, but they won't, you know,
1: they won't. I mean, yeah, Disney will never do that. <laughs> no.
0: So I'm just looking at the cast. Uh, Rita Moreno is in the new one.
1: Yeah. As well.
0: She plays someone named Valentina. Oh, also <clears throat> as I'm looking at the, the cast here, all of the Jets names, terrible. Mouthpiece. Oh, yeah. Action. <laughs> Baby John? A,
2: Diesel? hyphen Rab. A Rab. Ice.
1: Oh. Ice is one of them.
2: Uh-huh. Anybody's is the tomboy.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Not great. Not great stuff. <laughs> just, like, annoying. I just find the Jets so annoying. They're really annoying. And I find the Sharks so cool.
0: <laughs> yep. 100%. Which I think is
2: the point. And I think the other good thing is that, like... Um, because even in the original Romeo and Juliet, Romeo is, like, a cool guy and sad about a breakup, and then Juliet appears, and he's like, oh, and never mind. I, I've forgotten all about my breakup. But in this one, I thought it was really nice that Tony was, like, just a nice kid who was, like, trying to work and, like, also be a good friend and then fell in love <laughs> and, like, didn't mean to get wrapped in, wrapped also, up in all of it.
0: trying to leave those shitheads.
2: Yeah. And like Maria was just a new girl to the scene. Like she this was her first dance. And so the two of them were so innocent and like just wanted to love each other. And I found that very uh sweet and it really hit me this time. Just how like sweet their romance is. They just love each other so much and everyone around them makes it hard. Yeah. Sorry. Maria I just <clears throat> I just met a girl named Maria. Maria.
0: I can't sing. I don't know why. I just did it on a podcast. Maria. Um
1: The girl who plays Anita in the Spielberg movie, or is going to play Anita in the Spielberg movie, was in Ryan Murphy's uh, prom adaptation, oh, no. which is a trash movie. That movie is awful. <laughs> I think I oh. saw that. Uh, I mean, it just came out a few months ago. It's on Netflix. Oh, then
0: no, I didn't. Yeah. No. <laughs>
1: so, and if, if you talked to me about it first, prom. I would have told you not to watch it because that movie is garbage. What if was I was actually thinking like of Carrie? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There was a Carrie musical, isn't there? I think so, probably. Yeah. I mean, I feel like everything's a musical these days. <laughs> yeah. Queen's Gambit's going to be a musical, hell yeah.
0: What is?
1: B- basement Chess, the musical. Oh, they're
0: making it basement
1: Chess Broadway.
0: <laughs> basement Chess. It's in the basement.
1: <laughs> yeah. Quick sidebar, I was thinking about it, uh... She only plays chess in the basement for like one and a half episodes in that show. (laughs) It's above ground chess for the rest of the it's show. Like, it's mostly normal chess. Yes,
0: but Colin, the joke happened in the first two episodes. I know
2: it's primarily but I'm just saying...
1: hotel chess. Yeah. yeah it's just primarily
0: like, travel chess.
1: Travel chess is really <laughs> what it is. And everyone has a travel chess board.
2: When she um, yeah, when
1: there's that like shot of her and her mom on a plane and she's just got like the tiniest fucking chess board with like little pegs that she's moving around, I was like, that looks so obnoxious like just imagine it in your head like you have already shown us that you can do that so just do that Cause i had yeah. one of those huh <laughs> one it was time.
0: magnetic so if if someone like we would play in the car so if you went over a bump the pieces would stay
2: sure yeah i had a little disney version of that that i played with my brother and of it like sold it up disney. <laughs> of course it was obviously it was like mickey versus donald i don't know um uh also i love that anita just like that her storyline pre-rumble is that she's like ready to fuck (laughs) she's like your brother always comes back very healthy after these fights and i'm getting ready for it and taking a bath and then like her little song of tonight tonight is her like Putting on lotion and like sexy clothing, which one adds to how sad it is that Bernardo doesn't come home, but yeah. is funny that that's what her character is like. I am ready to bow. <laughs> very, very horny. Aww. Good for her. I well, know. But then she never though, even gets it. That's
0: it so doesn't well, seem like, she, like it's good for her.
1: It was good for her until the very end of this oh, movie. Yeah. The premise is fine. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, but like, that tonight but tonight sad. doesn't happen. Yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> that part is sad, but, like, good for her for knowing what she wants. And yeah. up until the love of her life gets murdered, good for her for getting it.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, Anita. Um, but, yeah, I just wrote down that note because I was like, oh. Uh, also, the fence flip that Tony does. So dope. When he scales up the fence, does, like, a full... Over the fence, flip, and then like slips down effortlessly. I was like, "My God,
1: the athleticism!"
0: The way they all did. That's what insane. I was gonna say. One of the yeah. things
1: that I really liked is that uh, a lot of the shots were were wide shots, so you like you could tell like there there weren't they weren't doing any weird like camera trickery. Like all of these people yeah. were doing these things. Um and like that jump was one that i was like i there's no way in hell I, I could pull something like that off like no way with like months of training i could maybe do like a f- 10 to 15% version of that and he just like executes it flawlessly now granted i'm yeah. sure it wasn't on like his first try maybe but i was just like oh
2: okay <laughs> yeah. even them jumping off oh, like the cement side of the wall when all of them, like, hang and then kind of drop down yeah. to get... On the, I was like, what? <laughs> no way. I, even I can't do that. That's just going down.
1: And then going up, I was like, what like, the g- fuck? G- gravity is doing most of the work for them.
2: Yeah, but I'd be like, what?
1: I feel whoa. like
0: when you're a really good dancer, though, you find a way to circumvent gravity in most yeah. situations. Like, you just seem lighter. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and
2: everyone's such a good dancer in this
1: movie. I was going to say I uh, I'm curious to see Spielberg's version for a variety of reasons. Um but one of them which we were kind of talking about earlier I'm just like not convinced that Ansel Elgort is going to be like effective in anything that he needs to do in this movie. Like I've never heard him sing, so like maybe he has a good singing voice. But like he doesn't
0: I don't think he does.
1: I, I I would believe that that's true. I I've never he's heard it. He's just not innocent either. <laughs>
2: yeah, like, Tony looks so innocent and sweet and like wide-eyed, and uh, and so Al Gore's just going to be like posturing the whole time.
1: Well, yeah, and I just I don't I can't imagine him like effectively being a good like dancer. Oh, I mean, he's pretty good. He's he has videos of himself dancing. Oh, okay. but
2: it's it's also just like. Of course, he he's gonna look. He's gonna think dancing. he looks cool doing. It. <laughs> exactly. Um. Anyway, Ansel Elgort is gonna be like, I don't know. I think I love you, and it's gonna be like, God. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Fuck this Anton. God. Teodoro Anton. Teodoro Maria.
1: Um. Do we want to talk a little bit about the ending?
2: Yes. Um, so, forgot that it's Anita who says, who like makes up the lie that Maria is dead. I was like, what? How does this relate to Romeo oh, and Juliet scene was in
1: the awful. mistaken? Yeah, awful.
0: I don't brutal. remember that from the musical, but I was like, this is horrible. This needs I, to stop now. These fucking asshole jets. I, just,
2: <laughs> I was <yeah>. like, <laughs> but it also makes sense, and it like works for the for the premise that like. She went there and is leaving to be like, no, she's not going to be with one of you. Like, you're all the same. Yeah. I have to protect her. Um, And it does make sense for that to be the character choice then for her to lie about Maria being killed by Chino. Yeah. Um, Which I was like, oh, I forgot that that happens in this. Uh, But yeah, rough scene. Very hard to watch. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking Jets. I hate the Jets. They're really awful. Yeah, they just suck. Ugh. Um. Man, Officer Crumkey, boring. Don't like that song.
0: It's also like, uh, I don't know. It kind of it doesn't sit well with me.
2: I was gonna say. I feel About like the mental health stuff. It's like, mm.
1: yeah, that that was one thing that kind of like rang to me as like this hasn't really aged all that well. <laughs> like, this is yeah. 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 I, I, <laughs> Well, I think in terms of them being the villainous
2: characters, because they are but more But is it not villainous. making
0: them sympathetic?
2: Well, I think it's... Okay, I think this is an interesting thing to talk about if we want to do it before the ending. Of, like, the social commentary that these guys would be the same ones that would be like, I don't have any white privilege. I don't have white yeah. privilege. Yeah.
0: They're also the people think, who would do, like, a school shooting, and they'd be like, oh, well, you know, they were just But unwell. I don't know if this
2: didn't... I don't know if this didn't age well, or if this just presented those things again by saying like, the people that act out against minorities or immigrants are typically people that don't feel very secure in their own socioeconomic status and feel like what's what's barely theirs is now being taken away instead of realizing that they're all in the same band and being abandoned by both the police and the wealthy class and like. That anger is now redirected to a group that doesn't deserve it, and all those reasons that they bring up don't make them sympathetic so much as understanding why they're on the streets and it's because their home life isn't bad, but that home life is not based in the same historical uh, prejudices that the other group has to deal with of coming to America and trying to live the American dream. And so, I thought it was like in the same way that a lot of this stuff is, like, it's the same old, same old, that's, like, yeah, this is the same group of, like, MAGA hat-wearing Trump supporters that would, like, align with the cops only in as much as, like, they don't want to get in trouble from those cops, and so they're gonna, like, do everything underhanded. Uh, But, yeah, do we want to talk about the ending, then? Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean... I... I like that it's not just like that they both die.
3: Mm-hmm. Like,
1: I, I, you know, I think as much as I appreciated all like the little Romeo and Juliet call outs that I mentioned earlier, like, I think it would have been kind of lame if they both died. Um, right. so I, I do appreciate that. Um, I, when, when uh, Maria took the gun from, was it Chino? Is that the guy? Mm -hmm. Uh, And started like waving it around. I was like, oh fuck, is she just going to like shoot herself? (laughs) Like, yikes. Uh, So I'm glad that that didn't happen. Um, But it is interesting. I
2: remember that line growing up. I remember, I think that was one of the ones that my mom would like repeat as the dramatic line from the movie, where she's like, what about you, Chino? Is there enough left for you? And one for me? And what about you? (laughs) Like that drama of it. And I remember it's just that being like the dramatic moment, but it really is a good take on the end of Romeo and Juliet to instead of make it about like these two people only. And then the family post death is like, Oh no, we shouldn't have been mean to each other. That this is the entire community of both are at this moment to witness. Like, this is what happens Mm -hmm. when we do this. And for her to really drive home the fact of like, this is just going to keep going on forever. So, like, first it was it was Riff, and then it was Bernardo, and now it's Tony, and then, like, I'll just kill all of you, and then when does it end? And for that to be the final beat of the movie, uh, I thought was really, like, a mature, uh, modern way to drive home, like, this isn't about two people who accidentally thought the other one was dead, it's about right. the cycles of violence and how uh, people can stop it with their own actions. Um
0: I never thought about that with the original Romeo and Juliet that it's like the conflict between the two families is never actually like
2: addressed. Yeah. yeah, they're just they just don't like each other for they haven't for a very long time. Yeah. But you're like, okay.
0: <laughs> and they're not <laughs> they're not like uh, held accountable at the end.
2: No. They're just sad about it.
0: Yeah. Whereas this one, they're held accountable. I never thought of that. Yeah. I like
2: it. And Chino gets taken away. It's also interesting to have Chino, who's the prince character of Romeo and Juliet, uh, so like her betrothed, having Mm. him murder Romeo, um, where like in the play, Romeo kills the prince and then goes into the tomb, drinks the poison, and then Juliet wakes up. So it's interesting also that like he didn't choose to die. He is shot yeah. by her romantic partner that mm-hmm. she wasn't interested in. Yeah. So another twist.
0: I forgot about it. And it ends course. right
2: where it started, in the in the, at the gym, mm. the outside basketball court.
1: Yeah. I yeah, I like that it I like that it, it wasn't like one of them killing themselves. Uh-huh. Um I think that you know, I mentioned earlier that like all of this stuff is like very heightened and like exaggerated, but I like that would have just felt like too much, <laughs> even for like a musical. Um, so I, I really appreciate the way that it played out, and I do appreciate that they did get to have like one final scene together, like before he actually died. Um, which I thought was, like, very sweet and also pretty heartbreaking. <laughs> but, yeah, um, like, the fact that they, like, were able to see each other. Did you just hear that noise and wonder no, what was it was? No, I was trying
0: to think of what the last scene was. Is that when they're in bed?
1: No, like, I mean, they're, so the he, court? The, yeah, oh. it's, like, it's in the playground. He thinks that she's dead, so he's just, like, out there just, like, being sad. And he sees her, and they're, like, running towards each other, and that's when he gets shot. And so they have, like, one final moment while he's, like, dying on the ground and she's, like, holding him.
2: And trying to sing tonight and he can't sing.
1: Yeah. Or somewhere. Somewhere,
2: which is a, another great song from this. um But he can't sing along with her because he's dying. Yeah, I cried last night watching that and I was like, oh, that's the first time that this has made me cry in a while. <laughs> um, but it is just so sweet because, like, they just wanted to be together mm-hmm. and they, like, their love is so... Like excited and pure. And now she's never going to have him.
1: Yeah. And he well, thought and, he never was going to have her either. And like. So sad. It's almost like more sad than regular Romeo and Juliet, you know? Yeah. Because <laughs> it's like. Like in Romeo and Juliet, it's like, okay, both of them are dead. And they're like. like it's a clean it was, break. <laughs> yeah. Like it was a choice that they both made, sure, under like misleading pretenses, but it was a choice that they both made. And they're both, like, you know, in the same place. Whereas this one, it's like, Tony was out. He got pulled back in. Not because he wanted to be, but just because Riff was like, I just need you there when I make up the deal. Like, you don't really have to be a Jet anymore. I just need you around. And so he got pulled back in. And then he died, but she didn't. So now she has to, like, go on. So it's like, it's sad for him because he... Shouldn't have been in there in the first place. And it's sad for her because now, like, the love of her life was taken away from her literally hours after she met him. Um, so, yeah. And the I think only it's...
0: reason he was there was he was trying to get them to not fight.
1: Exactly.
2: Yeah. And in a way, I guess he did kind of instigate his death because he was yelling his name, like, yelling Chino's name in the street. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But because he was sad that she. Was dead. Yeah. Right. So he thought. And also, Doc telling him the news was really sad. Yeah. Where he's like, I can't, I can't do it. Yeah. Ugh. A heartbreaking ending. But also, the jet who puts the black scarf over her head was also very, like, sweet and symbolic and meaningful.
0: Mm hmm.
2: Ugh. West Side story. Beautiful. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Takes place on the West Side.
2: Yeah. <laughs> So <laughs> shot on the east side though
0: oh was it
1: <laughs> yeah no, no, no um uh one other quick note we talked about this earlier and i meant to mention it but i just forgot until now the the dissolve from like the weird like lines that were just on the screen during mm-hmm. the overture that turned into the skyline that then turned into those like overhead shots i was like that's cool <laughs> Like, yeah. That's just like a really cool way to like get into the movie. Cause like overtures are always kind of weird. Cause there's just like something on the screen and you just like are listening to music and then it just becomes the movie. Like it usually cuts to black and then the movie starts. So like, I thought this was like a, a unique way of like playing with that and, and then yeah. getting into the movie that way. And then like, of course you could like oh, start hearing like the finger snapping as the camera started kind of like doing those aerial shots um to then finally get to a point where it's like oh here's the thing you know again i'd never seen this movie but obviously Mm -hmm. i was aware of the finger snapping so like when it finally gets to the characters that you're gonna see they're all doing the snap you're like oh here we are we're fucking in it like let's go um that was Uh, a dissolve that didn't work quite as well
2: is when they're talking about going to the dance and uh Maria's like, this will be my first dance as a young lady of America. And then just starts spinning around and then it like becomes a color palette and oh. then dissolves and then becomes the dance. Yeah, that like, was it great. just <laughs> seems so awkward when they were like, What are you so excited about, Maria? And she's like, This will be my first dance as a young <laughs> lady of America and then like spin 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 spin. It just felt weird. It was very it just bizarre. Was, like, weird. <laughs> that was my last note on this movie. <laughs>
1: <laughs> weird dissolve bro <laughs> yeah um but god what a movie what a movie um, a good one. so we can talk a little bit this movie just fucking crushed at the oscars that year really yeah it was nominated for 11 things and it won 10 well so, uh it was nominated for best picture we're nominated and won best picture best director best supporting actor who was the guy who played uh, Bernardo? Mm. Um, which also, like, fun side fact: uh, not a lot of crossover between the um, original, like, the stage casts and the movie. Um, the guy who played Officer Krupke was in the original Broadway cast, and he was in the movie. Um, but this guy, George, they needed his dance moves. <laughs> <laughs> the George uh, Chakiris or whatever. Uh-huh. Um he was in the original West End cast of wow. the stage production, and he played Riff on the West End. Wow. And then played Bernardo in the movie and won an Oscar for it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, so that's interesting. Uh, Rita Moreno won for Best Supporting Actress, Best Art Direction, Best Cinematography, Best Costume Design, Best Editing. Uh-huh. Best score, best sound, and then it won an honorary award for the um, choreographer.
0: Wow. And what, what did it lose?
1: lose? Uh, it lost best adapted screenplay. <laughs> <laughs> which so is... like
2: The lines didn't really make it over, yeah. but the rest of it really did.
0: <laughs> Everything else did.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the nominees that year were Judgment at Nuremberg, which won Breakfast at Tiffany's, Guns of Navarone, The Hustler, and West Side Story. I didn't know Breakfast wow. at Tiffany's was a
0: book or a play.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't from, Adapted from Truman Capote's 1958
0: novella. Oh, I did know that.
1: <laughs> yeah, you did. Uh, here's another interesting fact Natalie Wood was nominated for Best Actress that year, but not for West Side Story. Was it for Splendor in the Grass? it was for splendor in the
2: grass
1: (laughs) i bet if she would have sang her own songs she would have uh she would have gotten that nomination for (laughs) yeah for this
2: yeah splendor in the grass is basically the end of west side story but the whole time so it's (laughs) that level of and her praying like please don't let this be true please yeah murder 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 like that the Splendor of the Grass line is when she's like, "Spoiled, spoiled mother. I'm not spoiled, mother." And everyone was like, "Wow, Natalie Wood, giving it to us." Um,
1: I'm a good little, good little girl.
2: So she deserved the nomination.
1: One other interesting note, uh, which is more interesting for me as like a history nerd, but um, back then they differentiated between color and black and white for some of the technical categories.
2: Oh, interesting.
1: So this movie won for best art direction color, best cinematography color, and best costume design color. Oh. Which is interesting. So they like that is interesting. Back in the sixties, they were still giving out awards for exclusively back, black and white movies, which is interesting. Yeah.
2: And then in two thousand eleven they were like, Let's just give the Oscar to the artist because they're doing something that we haven't looked at in a while.
1: <laughs> you <laughs> hate that movie so much. Bullshit
2: boring-ass movie about nothing. That
1: movie is perfectly pleasant. Go to hell. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm just kidding. I just, like, I don't think it's exceptional in any way. I agree with that. But shocking it's... to me that it won Best Picture.
1: Yeah, no, I agree with all of what you're saying. I don't think it's, like, a bad movie. But it's yeah. also Hollywood not, like, itself. a good movie. Hollywood absolutely oh, loves no. itself, and they also love, like, things that, you know, like, they love things that love that that love hollywood right like the artist is just yeah. like a love letter la la land yeah like old school hollywood hugo
0: hugo was pretty good if i remember correctly
2: i like hugo yeah i mean hugo's pretty good but again it's just like it's just like they
1: love it because it's about movies Kay. okay <laughs> uh um, what tattoo should i get the balcony um, mm. I was thinking there's a, a shot early on when they're like chasing each other through like the neighborhoods area. And like one of them runs by like a very, very crude drawing of a shark that's been just like painted mm. on a building, which I thought was kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the
2: little dashes from the, uh, Overture. Yeah. Oh, that could be fun.
0: Or Maria's um, colored windows
1: just like oh or her blocks of color on my back.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we just a little one. It doesn't have to be your whole back.
2: Yeah. We're just Maria all like a sleeve
1: down your arm. The word yeah. Maria. Just the all um, the lyrics. Yeah. Which are mostly yeah. just the word Maria <laughs> over and, and then over. on the under
0: arm you, you say she reminds me of West Side story.
1: Yeah and then on her
2: forearm it just says growing up at spanish harlem and then on each of your fingers it says living a life just like a movie star
3: and then in your palm it just goes
2: oh
0: yep you nailed it
2: all right we've got a winner that song i love both maria's it's a weird I'm a Maria Stan. It's
1: weird. I would not have expected you to be a Maria by Santana like Stan. Oh my God. I know all the lyrics to that song. <laughs> Bizarre. Uh, would you guys spend time on a, this movie set? Yeah.
2: I could not. Comp- I would just hang out and watch and just like ruin takes by clapping too early. <laughs> like, oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> to everything. It's like, dude, you gotta go. Yeah. yeah. You've gotta stop clapping before we're done shooting. I'm so sorry, they're just so talented. I can't believe he just flipped over that fence, my god. He's gonna to have to do it again now because of you. So
1: Matt's like, I yeah. liked it so much I want to see it fifteen more times, so I'm just gonna purposefully ruin this. Again, state. again
2: I call the shots around here.
1: Um also I would just want to go
2: to New York if they shot in New York, but I just I assume they did. I thought it. it was a state uh a stage it might have been it might have been a big stage but
1: i would love to go to new york on location shooting for prologue and jet song occurred at two different manhattan locations
0: uh, yeah that was uh, in real real life new york but the rest looks like a soundstage oh yeah the
1: yeah. sounds yeah there it is i just had to read a little bit further <laughs> <laughs> um would you watch it on an airplane uh-huh.
0: probably
2: I would say the only reason I wouldn't is because the sound wouldn't be great in headphones and I would like want to hear the music really well. So I could see that being a problem of being like, oh, it's like the drone of the airplane is ruining this. Interesting. Uh-huh. But I think it would be a perfectly timed and enjoyable
1: movie on a plane. Yeah. Uh-huh. Bless. We did it, guys. We made it through. <gasps> Yay! I sad story. So, next, so we did three movies that were all that won Best Picture. Uh-huh. So what we're gonna do next is three movies that were nominated but didn't win. Correct. So that'll be fun. And for those of you who are curious, for for that one of you who may be curious, <laughs> <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. we're gonna the three after that are gonna be three that did not get nominated for Best Picture, but we feel like they should have.
3: Uh-huh.
1: So that's that's what we're doing next. So. I'm excited. Me Academy too. Award nominations are announced on Monday. So Bam. I'm excited we're for that. It. We're we're busy fucking in day. it, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I bet they Sorry, are gonna I'm be busy annoying. That day. <laughs> <laughs>
2: what? I bet they are gonna be annoying this year.
0: Probably. <laughs> yeah, of course they are. They are, are, they are they every
2: all, year? I was gonna say <laughs> But this year they especially because like nothing
1: came out in theaters. They're gonna be like,
2: um uh I
1: don't know. I don't, it'll be interesting to see what this year looks like. Yeah. I will be very ready to talk about it when we record our next podcast. So, but uh, until that point, what have you guys been up to this week?
0: I can go first. Yeah. Um, so as Matt mentioned, I watched Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar. And Jesus it Christ. was <laughs> amazing. I thoroughly enjoyed it.
1: That movie yeah. is so stupid. And that's not a bad oh, thing. That's not a bad thing. Uh, wonderfully stupid It is so dumb (laughs) (laughs) hannah said she didn't think
2: it was dumb but she thought it was very silly and i was like i think i would agree with that
0: yeah because the plot makes sense
1: like it's just ridiculous yeah it's yeah it's it's insane like (laughs) i have a group message with a bunch of friends from college and one of them sent a message and was like have any of you watched Barb and Star? This movie is a trip. And I was just like, that movie is pure insanity. And then the girl's husband who sent the original text is like, we're th- we're about halfway through, and I can confirm it is pure insanity. <laughs> like, it's just so crazy. <laughs> I love it
0: so much. I like to think that um, Kristen Wiig and Annie, is it Ma- Mumolo? Um, Like, this is the movie they wanted to make. yeah when they made Bridesmaids yeah. <laughs> instead. I, <but laughs> like, I, I feel like this is a movie that they thought, I don't know how long they've known each other, but I imagine they thought of this plot when they were children.
1: <laughs> I was going to say, I think I was listening to a podcast, and I think they were talking about this movie, and I think, like, the vibe that I got from their conversation, and, and, like, Kristen Wiig and Annie Mumlo were not involved in this podcast. It was just, like, two people talking about the movie. But the vibe that I got was that this has been, like after everything that happened with Bridesmaids, they were like, we just want to make a movie that is, like, very much our own. Not that they weren't proud of Bridesmaids, but, like, Bridesmaids was, like, it kind of became its own thing. And so they were like, we want to just, like, make our movie. And boy, did they. Yeah. (laughs) So good. (laughs) It's It's so funny.
2: But I missed movies like it, like Zoolander, or, like, a good Will Ferrell comedy, where there's, like, super villains for no reason and everyone's just
1: like well-meaning but dumb do you guys remember the first trailer that came out for this movie like early 2020 maybe it's uh so it's it's a teaser trailer you don't even see their yeah. faces you don't even see like barb and star's faces at all it's just like you see the little kid like riding his bike and delivering papers and then it like there's like the song probably the song that the kid's singing Um, but then it cuts to, like, you just see Barb and Star moving their toes. I loved that. And then you just see them, like, bobbing their heads, and then it just, like, cuts to, like, the title card, and, like, that's it. And so I was, like, I don't know what this is, but, like, I get to see movies for free because I work at a theater, so, like, sure, I'll check that out. So this movie has been on my radar for, like, well over a year. And then when I was finally watching it, and I'm gonna like, I guess maybe this is we can call this a spoiler, but it's literally the first scene of the movie. Um, I was watching it, and like the kid was like riding his bike and delivering papers. I was like, oh, like, okay, here we are. And then that kid just goes to a secret lair. <laughs> <laughs> Like, and then there's like this whole villain plot that is not even remotely yeah. hinted at in any of the trailers. I was like what the fuck movie is this? Yeah, That's Christopher why he's playing a double role. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's why honestly I'm like they this has to be something they thought of as kids and have just been building yeah. for years.
2: Yeah. Oh god, <laughs> such an elaborate revenge plot. Yeah. It's god. so
1: crazy. so good. And like so good. I don't want to I do think people should watch it I don't know if I can I don't think I, I can personally it. endorse Spending $20 of your own money yeah, On this movie I, I think if you're spending it if you're, <laughs> I think 100%. if you're splitting the cost With somebody it's definitely worth it And like if you're vaccinated And live in a place where theaters are open Like go see this in a theater This was of all the movies that I saw Over the last year This is maybe the one I missed most not having seen not having being able to see it in a theater yeah
2: i hope they re-release some of these movies in theaters
1: yeah because i think like this seems like the type of movie that if you went on like a late like friday night showing with like the right crowd this would be an absolute blast like if everybody's vibing on this frequency Uh like this just would have been so much fun to see in a large group of people so, yeah, I like I'm sad that that didn't happen because I literally watched it alone in my sister's basement when I was dog sitting. <laughs> <So, like, laughs> um, but, yeah, the I don't want to like I, I, people should see it, especially when the price drops a little bit. Yeah. But the date scene and the whole Trish bit. Yeah. Were two of That's the funniest genius. things I've seen in several years
2: like, <laughs> the trish bit is so funny <laughs> oh
1: my god. <laughs> oh god and the canon
2: yeah like no spoilers but that Just... fucking canon is so funny <laughs> <laughs> it's so outrageous <laughs> oh, oh. i miss comedies
1: like this god yeah, bless. They're, um, yeah.
0: they're rare ones rare birds
1: um Sorry, T, you, we, we distracted you. What else have you been oh. up to? Um, Just Barb Star. Just watch that ten times.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I wish. I didn't get until the end of the tri- the rental period. <laughs> yeah. um, I started reading Shuggy Bane, I think is how it's pronounced. Maybe Bon, uh, which is the Booker Prize winner for this year.
1: Oh, cool. Um,
0: takes place in Scotland. I'm uh, not very far in, but it's very sad. Um. <laughs> Dope. <laughs> I watched uh, the trial of Chicago Seven, um, uh, and fuck that judge.
2: Yeah. Yep. Like, awful
0: judge. Oh, like my oh, I think my heart rate was like ninety. <laughs> yeah. And every muscle in my body was tensed and tensed, uh, but he was uh, later unqualified, so that's good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then I watched In and of itself after. Ooh finishing uh West Side Story because they're both on Hulu um yeah. and uh pretty sure Bill Gates and DeRay McKesson are yes. in the audience yes. okay yeah, <laughs> I correct. was like is that
2: <laughs> and also like uh W Kamau Bell and uh Tim well,
1: fucking T- Tim Gunn, uh, uh, Tim, Gunn. Uh, Tim Gunn from Project Runway is in it John Lovett
2: and Ronan Farrow are oh in yeah it. that's right Oh, really? They are in the audience at one point. Yeah, they're like, there was a super cut at the end of all these different celebrities that had shown up, I guess. Maria Abramovich is in it, and she's the one who like did those like live performances where she just sat silent, and people would sit across from her, and one of them was her old lover. Okay. I don't know, she's I, a performance artist. Anyway, she's the one who like whispers in the ear of. Oh. Um, instead of telling her
1: out loud. Oh. I do think that it's, it, like, it's fun, like, when the, like, those, like, surprise cameos pop up, like, celebrity yeah. cameos, because, like, you're absolutely not expecting it, and then you're like, oh, fucking Bill Gates, yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah, and he's, like, a, a leader. leader. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, I don't know. I will say it just made me feel, like, very lonely afterwards. I did not enjoy that part. Yeah. it just, yeah. like, <laughs> just sad and lonely. About this world we live in, yeah. um so that was that was
2: fun <laughs> that's all oh um I'm gonna say I really don't know if I can recall anything I watched this week, so wow I have a lot of updates in that category <laughs> I'm trying to think besides Barb and star um i ha- I feel like
1: I haven't watched a lot you well since w- <clears throat> you've watched the WandaVision finale, <clears throat> since the last time we recorded. Oh, sure, and I thought it was fine.
2: I thought like the whole show was like, uh, the way Game of Thrones, no, not not like that at all, because it never did anything. It it like gave us some stuff to think that it was important, but none of it was, and so I thought it was a pretty lackluster finale, but like cool looking, I guess, and like fine moments but overall
1: like it just didn't build anything
2: so that's my thought
1: yeah I think some of the stuff at the end kind of felt like a cheat (coughs) yeah which sucked
2: (laughs) yeah it just felt like they didn't actually have a bigger idea and then they admitted that like some of their VFX stuff couldn't be done because of COVID and so they had to like adjust the ending and it was like oh well yeah then it looks ow ow. (laughs) "Ow." then yeah it kind of feels that way it feels half Finished
1: or yeah. at least just somewhat incomplete, so that's about all for me. Um, I've been watching a lot of movies uh-huh. again because of the aforementioned Oscar nominations on Monday. Uh, a lot of stuff that's just kind of middling, so that's mm-hmm. a bummer. So we'll mm-hmm. see what happens on Monday. <laughs> uh, yeah, I did so. I watched the 40 year old version, um, which is on Netflix. Uh, and it's, uh, I I believe it's the directorial debut of this woman named Rada Blank. And so she plays this like 40 year old, uh, I I don't know how autobiographical it is, but she plays this 40 year old woman or 39 year old woman who at one point won, uh, like 30 under 30, like playwright thing. Um, but hasn't really had anything produced since then. And so she's just kind of like dealing with the fact that she's like, Turning forty and like her career hasn't gone the way she wanted it to, and then she decides that she wants to do like a, a mixtape about like the like forty year old woman's perspective. Um, so there's like some rap in there. Um, it's pretty good. It's on Netflix. Uh, I think it's a little. I think it's a little long and a little unfocused, um, but. I that that's like the one that I've seen that I like actually would recommend and like potentially yeah. could get nominated for something. I saw parts <clears throat> when Hannah and
2: Jeff were watching it and it did seem pretty fun. Yeah. And like enjoyable overall. It's, and it's black and white, which is also interesting.
1: Yeah. It's, it's like, it looks really good. It's like, it's all shot in black and white or I don't know if it was shot, but it's presented in black and white. Uh-huh. Um, and it's pretty funny. Like it's a pretty clever script. There's a lot of like uh, good humor in there. So yeah, it's not like a great movie, but it's pretty good. Um, Entertaining, and
0: it's,
1: yeah, and it's again it's on Netflix. So, uh, but then the other movie that I watched that is I found noteworthy is <clears throat> um, Raya and the Last Dragon, the new Disney oh. animated movie. Um, we oh. we dropped the thirty bucks uh, to get that on Disney Plus, and it's pretty sure. dope. Um, Matt, I think you will like it. It's got good shades of Avatar um oh can you guys hear that one of the dogs is whining
0: no
2: <laughs> okay cool also um, i was thinking you were saying avatar the move the james cameron movie no and i was like mm. no the
1: avatar that you like <laughs> Less. i do like it um <clears throat> and tyranny i think you would like it too because it's uh like the main character is just like a woman who's just like a badass and that's running. why you like it tyranny nice the main character is a woman <laughs>
0: well, i tyranny only watch <laughs> things with women
1: well, Tierney doesn't like Disney movies because they're predominantly male-focused. Or if there is a female protagonist, she's just like a princess, a print like a helpless princess. Yeah. Whereas, like this woman is like literally on a quest to save the world, um, and she's like really clever, really funny. Um, yeah, do you think she'd be friends with Moana? Yes.
2: Moana. Do you think she'd be
1: friends with Merida?
2: Probably. Do you think she'd be friends with Jim Hawkins from Treasure Planet?
1: Uh, nobody's ever <laughs> seen that movie. <laughs> Damn, bird. Uh But yeah, and, and like the animation was phenomenal. Like the action sequences were some of like the best animated action sequences I've ever seen. Um, like it just looked really, really, really well done. And uh, Sean Fennessy, who works at the ringer i follow him on letterboxd and so when i watched the movie i went to go log it and i saw that he had like seen it already and he'd posted a little review and he mostly talks about how dope it looks and how great the action sequences are but he ends his review by saying like because of how good this looked it makes the live action mulan even more unnecessary (laughs) wow (laughs) which i was like yep that checks out (laughs) like uh so yeah if you're gonna watch like uh Asian slash Southeast Asian-related Disney property that's come out in the recent past, Uh, this is definitely better than Mulan, so.
2: Mm.
1: Well, I gotta watch Mulan still, so. Well, make that shit a double feature, but probably wait, I would say probably wait three months so you're not dropping $30 on
0: $30?
1: Yeah, it's for Premier Access. But then you get to watch it whenever you want now. I was going to say, so like the Barb and Star was $20 and you had 48 hours to watch it. This is $30 and you have unlimited watches over the course of three months until it becomes free for anybody who's on Disney+. Plus. Uh-huh. And again, if you think it's like, it's a kid's movie, like parents would take their kids to this in theaters and would drop easily $50 right. at a theater to see it one time. Right. So like $30 is not unreasonable if you have a family or if you're splitting it between yes. your brother in law and sister like I I did but I'm
3: finished